I was reading a great book this past week, man. You know, so I'm all, I'm, oh. I'm trying to be all about like self improvement and and uh, yeah. you know self awareness and stuff. I know it's it's stupid. I know just but hear me out. It was a it was a it was about it was it was a book about like offering advice to men about like emotional connection with like other like males in their life, like their friends and family. And it was like a mm. nice little read too. It wasn't too long. Um, and so I looked like girl. Playgirl magazine called yes. Playgirl magazine. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's by men for men. <laughs> no, it was a nice little read, and I looked it up too. And it was, uh, and come to my surprise, the book hasn't been selling very well. And you know, oh. I was wondering why that was. And then I, you know, because I looked at the title, it's called like Touching Tips: A Guide for Bros. <laughs> what <laughs> is that? Like the the docking thing, like you talked about. <laughs> Where it's like the foreskins and the four. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Nice. Nice. Oh, okay, Lord well. in heaven. It's a bad name. You think the publisher would have caught that and been like, you know what? Let's change it to men loving men. No, men. <laughs> men who also love men. Yes, men. Men <laughs> who have sex with men. Mm-hmm. Yes. Touching. But in, a, but in a heterosexual way. Always heterosexual. <laughs> I mean, like, the, the, I mean, you just, like, you send it to the third world and it's all just <laughs> men loving men. There's no women really necessary in this whole grand scheme no, of the world, no. right? I mean, I mean, no. if you really think about it, like the human race doesn't need women. I know. We just, I mean, we just, did, we just bros being bros, touching know. tips. You know, look what's ha- look what happens when you touch your wife. I mean, <laughs> she's 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 injured. She's got COVID. I mean, it's just all sorts of things that I mean, th- because of you, mm-hmm. a heterosexual male, you've once again destroyed. Most pure, innocent white women that's, with sex, just true. with with your essence. Mm-hmm. So you know, I like, agree. just back off, back off, <laughs> keep them separate. Women over here, men over here. I think we'll be okay. Separate, buddy. Yeah, separate uh, and that equal. Always worked out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And but you know, I've 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 said this before, and I'm, I'll I'll say it again. That uh, hmm. you know, I'm very, I'm very impressed by heterosexual women because, you know, it, it must be tough to be sexually attractive and to court your number one predator. Yeah, heterosexual men. Yeah, thanks, Louis C.K. for re- <laughs> rebranding that joke. <laughs> anyway, Mike is canceled now. <laughs> Damn it! Just like the guy Again. from Aladdin. I know it's so sad. I don't know what he did. I don't know why his tweet was so hurtful to people but i guess it was yeah i mean maybe we should not talk about the little mermaid movie because then we'll get canceled for for real this time i mean they put like a real fish and a real crab in terrifying absolutely terrifying yeah again emotionless (laughs) animals we didn't we learn our lesson from the lion king i guess not i guess what people really want from their live action remakes is stiff actors and stiff cg characters Yes. Redoing scenes that were much better 30 years ago. 30 years ago or more for that matter. 1989. Yeah. Mike's going to talk about that year in just a minute. Oh, that's true. I am. <laughs> Speaking of the Little Mermaid. Yeah. Bringing it back around. 
but you know, I guess that just means we're racist and we don't like our mermaids to be of different ethnic backgrounds. Yeah. I mean, and God forbid why. the guy from Aladdin, uh, a, a, a cisgendered white man, by the way. <laughs> so, so white, <laughs> so white. Ooh, Ooh hugs. So hot, but uh, yeah, it's this gendered white man. God forbid that guy like speculates about the financial success of the Little Mermaid. <laughs> right, you're not allowed to, <laughs> which will to, make to billions of dollars. Only millions, only millions, nine hundred million tops. <laughs> I know that's it, and a sequel, and that sequel. I don't know. <laughs> I never, I never saw the Little Mermaid two, but uh, I'm sure it was Little great. Mermaid, yeah, the Little Mermaid two is not. A terrible movie it's just the same movie with ariel's daughter okay yeah it's just the same like oh i i gave my soul to ursula's sister so that mm. i could have fins and i could be a fish for a little while <laughs> right because my real heart is the sea correct it's like the line of the sky and the sea it's calling mm -hmm. interesting just keep that that that, that whole theme going <laughs> mm, that's right yeah Little Mermaid 3 is is one of the worst movies I've ever seen, though. Okay. I'm yeah, glad it, you saw it. I'm, <laughs> I mean, it's, You saw it's, it, like, what, a couple weeks ago? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I was watching Your Daughters, yes. <laughs> but, uh, and then The Rock was there threatening to kidnap everyone <laughs> for a billion dollars. I don't know what's going on with that. That whole side of things, too. Disney is just a crumbling empire, and hopefully Frozen 3 will save all of it. I've been waiting patiently for Frozen 3 because I love <laughs> Frozen 2. Tang Tangled is better than Frozen. Tangled 2. There's a Tangled 2? Is there going to be a Tangled 2? I mean, what's going to happen then? Oh, I mean, they, they, they did the a, whole series. They, yeah, sequel series. The whole poorly animated series that I kept, like Nora kept trying to watch, but just it kept failing miserably. <laughs> Didn't Why have does she have oof. long hair again? Because in the first episode, she finds something magic and it turns her hair back. And then it and it can't be cut ever, ever again. They try to cut it with everything imaginable. Oh, no. with, a, with swords and knives and axes and all sorts of sharp objects. I've tried it's spitting like, on it. I've tried punching it. I've tried yeah. <laughs> it's like a riveting 22 minutes of an episode where they just try to cut it and there's like, Oh my God, how do we hide this from my dad? And then like, they put like a giant bouffant uh, hair piece on her. Cause it's like right before her coronation, of course. Uh -huh. And she's just like, Oh no, I have all this hair. And I guess. Fuck all of the character development that we had in the first movie, I guess. Pretty much. So like That's episode terrible. two, episode two, it just, it all falls apart both literally and figuratively, <laughs> you know, this might, my, my, my co-host of my less successful podcast, the Dorkiest Podcast, he brought up that like, hey, we should do an episode about like ranking Star Wars. And this is exactly why I'm, I don't like Star Wars. It's just, mm -hmm. we have to revert back to the status quo constantly. God forbid anybody fucking changes or God forbid anybody fucking like has any character progression. No, we want to, we want to see Han Solo do the thing. We want to see Luke Skywalker do a thing. Yes, while I, Han Solo is still alive. Wait, yeah, I thought he died. He Wait, did die. Did Harrison Ford die? Wasn't there a plane crash? He did die, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I don't know what's going on in movies are, are, are not fun to watch. 
Well, the Most Super the Mario Brothers movie, your favorite movie. That, that was made. I had tried, man. I sat there for the whole thing waiting for something exciting to happen. That was rough. <laughs> Didn't you like it when Mario did the thing? Like the thing that we know do, Mario do, always do, does? Do, do, do. He does yep. the Mario thing. He jumped and said, ha ha. And then they started driving around in carts and it was lost on me. That was like the game what? Mario Kart. I never played it? Mario Kart. I never, it's a reference I was... to a thing that we know. I, know. I clapped. <laughs> I and clapped. You did. I, I get it. <laughs> and Diddy Kong is there. I think he's a he's a thing, right? I clapped. <laughs> I clapped because I know the thing. Um, yeah, it's, so it lost me pretty quick. I mean, just about the, the amount of time it would take to stand in line for a Dr. Pepper is about <laughs> what my attention, my attention span was for that movie. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. But we told that story uh, last week. Folks, we are here for the for the first uh, for the first ever cult meeting of the skinny oh that's Megan right Adam. and i think we need to ch- for this episode <laughs> wasn't amo oh. kind of, like the 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 track by track for amo was pretty oh, much yeah. a cult meeting wasn't it, was, it? Wasn't i think it? but uh, a long to, time for, ago. for this episode and this episode only we're going to be rebranding the show as the sleepy with mike and adam Oh, I like it. I Not like just it. because it's early in the morning and I'm still drinking coffee and I'm, and I'm true. still a little bit tired because I woke up. What time is it? I woke up 45 minutes ago. But good uh, for you. I've been up for hours. Nice. Absolutely. <laughs> and you and and you, it, it, this is also your constant state. You're always sleepy. Always. Yeah. <clears throat> it's okay. The little one did not come make her presence known at 4:30 this morning. She oh, good. slept slept right on through till 5:45. And that was that's a that's a successful day right there. Awesome. So it sounds like the god sleep has made its way into her life. Yes. At least as but of it's yesterday. A, it's a it's a temptuous relationship where it's like you're listening to the discussion, like is it a relationship or is it a, a like a romantic relationship, or is it just a relationship with your deity? That yeah. you're like, I love you, I hate you, I fucking want to kill you, but no, I love you so much, don't ever leave me. And it's like, and, and then the meaning is ultimately lost. But the music is pretty good. Oh, that has nothing to do with anything we're going to talk about today, though, right? No, of course not. We're going to talk about Iris's sleep habits for the next hour and a half. <laughs> All right. Well, folks, that's in, the, in this episode of The Sleepy with Mike and Adam, also written by ChatGPT. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Uh, but yes, we are here. We're going to be doing our first track by track of a Sleep Token album. Of course, uh, you know if you're if if you're in the cult, you already know and you've listened to the uh, the most recent album, "Take Me Back to Adeen. Uh This is their third album. Of you know, this, this is the follow up to. Um, uh, this will become your tomb. Tomb. Thank you. From very 2021, much. I believe. Yes, and then Sundowning yes. from 2019. Uh, right. We're not here to give you a history of Sleep Token, uh, and, and 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 in all honestly, in all honesty, I've read this great article that compiles the lore and the meaning behind like the runic symbols, the the the, the, the song, some of the song titles and stuff like that. <sighs> And it was fascinating. Adam. Oh, no. Adam has been taken over by the deity sleep. <laughs> oh, man. Man. The, the, I mean, thank you, Tom, for posting that article. But why does anybody spend the time to figure this out? <laughs> hey, less the people that do that, because it, that means I don't have to do it. Right. Yeah. Right. But it was all speculation. Like it, that article was just like, I don't know if I'm right about this, but here's what I think. Well, it's as it definitive just, as 
we can get because we're never going to get interview. I mean, maybe one day. I mean, where's where's the graphic novel is the real question. (laughs) Every band that is going to do this needs a graphic novel to tie it all together. And so if there's not a graphic novel, then I can't follow this. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And then then some Christmas down the way, Adam will get it it for me. (laughs) Adam will get one of many that I still need to read. Unfortunately, yeah. well, you know, what, that was what, just what, the origin story. <laughs> once you finish that uh, Coheed and Camber one, I might get you another one. But uh, I finished it. it. It took me three oh, days. I nice. made it through. I told you all about it, man. You just don't I, remember I did, my life, I did, do you? I did. I didn't realize you would you had finished it because the, the yeah. lore is so fucking dense. I thought you were just like, oh, I read the first chapter or whatever. <laughs> no, I read it all the way through, and it Hell was yeah, riveting. Except it was a little over the top. By a long shot, but anyway, it yep. still was like okay, cool. This will never be made into a movie. There's no way. <laughs> There's just so much more that yeah. that came from that, and then they went, and then the prequels. You got to remember the prequels, Mike. Yeah, I don't like the Afterman. The Afterman <laughs> prequels. <laughs> That's right. Everything has its own graphic novel. Yeah. So I think that's actually a good way to explain this lore. Maybe, maybe, okay. maybe. The Sleep Token LLC should should reach out and make a uh, make a, a graphic novel. That way, Vessel doesn't have to reveal himself and give never. an interview or whatever. Yeah, never. He never will unless Vessel two sues him someday. That's the only way <laughs> anybody's anybody uh, will will know the true story. Vessel two is just Vessel one, just wearing a different hat. Oh, okay. <laughs> like Malibu Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but uh yeah i mean like we're not we're not here to talk about like the whole history of sleep token for in, in all honestly like even though we read that article adam you didn't finish it right you said you couldn't get to the no i i meant to and then yeah. you know my job to the, tends to be a lot a lot more complicated than everybody else's job so they don't have time to read articles anymore yeah i mean i i i, <laughs> I had to get through it in like two sessions because it was so whew. long and dense but adam yes. like adam got to the part about explaining the runes and then he was out <laughs> he tapped out <laughs> like that's it i can't i can't <laughs> learn about runes like okay this symbol in the bottom right corner it means infinity and this symbol means earth <laughs> this so? one means sleep this one means token you put them together you gotta right. sleep token you gotta sleep <laughs> token baby so uh, so I, I whatever the, the you turn the album on the album is fun to listen to so why don't we just focus on that or do, do you know more about it i mean i mean i can give you the broad strokes of the sleep token project, right? I'm, I'm far from an expert. I'm just here for the ride essentially. And I yes. like to pretend I'm in this awesome secret cult. That's just growing and growing just like fight. Yes. Club. It was supposed to be a secret thing because no one was supposed to talk about it, but apparently it's just so, so big that eventually right. we're all going to be members of the sleep token cult. It's, it's as big as Maeve, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting to be June. We're going to get to our, uh, our mid-year check-in. We're going to talk a lot about saying, Mave. There's only a lot of debates about Mave. There's only two thousand people watching their bizarre one and a half minute short videos. <laughs> anyway, I'll talk about that another day. <laughs> anyway, Vessel, extremely who is Vessel? popular. Yeah, I mean, who is I, Vessel and why does he like sleep so much? Go. <laughs> well, apparently, it like appeared to him in a hallucination. Apparently, of if course. you want to, re- if you want to believe, like the the 
I think it might be a romanticized story. I think this is all just like a just like a massive art project. Uh, this is just performance yes. art, and yes, um, yeah. And the story is that like the, the the deity of sleep came to him in a vision or a hallucination or whatever, and then yes. and then this this we got this, which is awesome because like all three of these albums are unique in their own way, leading up to take me back to Adine and and <laughs> so again, yeah, we're not experts on the sleep token lore. I'm not going to pretend to be. We know the broad strokes of it, but that's going to also feed into um, our understanding of some of these songs and our interpretation of some of these songs. So I guess, you know, since the album is so long, I guess we should probably get started. We don't need to go through each, uh, you know, every second of this album too, Adam. So whenever you're ready to tap out, once we start talking about runes or whatever, let me know and then we can can move on to the next track. I know, I know. Because, uh, yeah, just, just I guess just take it away. Choke me, daddy. All right, there we go. Choke me, sleep, daddy. <laughs> this is the song. Oh, wait, no, we can't do that yet because we have to do the thing first. Adam, oh, my God, the train. Oh, <laughs> don't never forget the train. This is the worst idea at, at this point. So you mean it's the greatest fucking idea? Yes, absolutely. Okay, hit it. <laughs> train over so <laughs> so choke me sleep daddy here we go take me back to edine this is chat this is uh this is uh i was gonna say chapter one this is track one <laughs> choke hold and already you know it's good because of the weird intro i mean kudos to this album i mean just like the previous two albums it starts off really well it really sets a great atmosphere uh and this is you know when i first read about sleep token a couple of years ago uh leading up to their second album you know and reading the concept and kind of in my head picturing what the album was going to sound like it was mm-hmm. this. This is exactly what I thought it was going to sound like. Much Pretty to my much. surprise, when they would start incorporating jazz fusion and <laughs> like indie yes. pop and all these and, weird and gent every single genre that you can think of besides yeah. Jamaican, besides <laughs> reggae. <laughs> yeah, and in this one, there's like a little bit of like hip hop in here. So mm-hmm. like, what this album? If you've never heard of this band or whatever, if you're listening to this, you're in for a a, a surprise so like your mileage may vary i guess depending on mm-hmm. what your patience is with various genres but yeah this is this is a ride don't let this one track uh paint your paint paint your idea. opinion of the yeah paint your idea of what this band's going to be for the so, most part it sounds like this there's, there's like different flavors of this it's interesting and again this was the first single right yes so pretty much like the first six tracks were released prior to this album was it january that this single first dropped and everybody on discord went gaga goo yeah again you had to mop up our cream i did Mm -hmm. so messy (laughs) but i but i get it it took me a while to like really let it flow into my orifices but eventually Mm -hmm. it did yes january 5th I have that's pretty not, fucking dope. <laughs> I know. I have not ever really been a Gent fan. I just can't really get into the rhythm of it. I am kind of like a hey, I like bobbing my head to stuff. I like I like rhyme schemes. I like catchy songs. A lot mm-hmm. of Gent isn't to that. Uh, right. 
but I think the way that they implement Gent into the various other musical genres of this album, like, it, it works for me. You know, there's there's a little bit of like funk in here. There's a little bit of pop. There's progressive metal, progressive hardcore, yes. uh, electronica throughout. It's just a very well written, well composed, well thought out project. Yes, yes, and 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 the thing about his voice, like. It just forces you to listen. You're never, you're yeah. never not paying attention when when he's singing, you know. And I realize that doesn't happen too often with albums. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's that's kind of cool. And then you Did want you... to go deeper. You want to like go into the lyrics, and then you do, and you're just like, I don't know. For me, it wasn't too exciting, but but still, not enough you enjoy space it. for you. Is that what it was? Not not enough story. I mean, it's oh. just it's just. Again, I have no idea who this person is and how to judge their experiences throughout life, or whether he's talking about being a deity himself. I don't know. Well, I, he, I just he don't is, know. He is the mortal vessel of. He of, is the mortal vessel. Yeah. So that's so, fine. Does it make sense? Not really, but that's okay. No, that's but it, but again, it's performance art, right? And like it's performance you have to kind of yes. look at it through the lens of that, right? And it's fun to like pretend that you're in this cult and pretend that this person mm -hmm. is the vessel mm -hmm. for the deity sleep and everything. And like, yeah, that, that that's that's fun. That's part of the enjoyment for me. And I yes. and I really do hope that like one day, like we, by the time like I've lived a nice long life on this earth, I hope we never find out who Vessel is. I never <laughs> I hope we never find out. And I hope this like this is like it. I think we just I hope we just get like this weird trilogy of albums and it's this high concept and it's just kind of like just kind of like a little blip in the in, in the history of the music scene and it just and it just kind of exists in this perfect point in time you know I still want to know would that really improve your your listening ship of this band if you know yeah. who Vessel is yeah, because I, I'm really good at being able to separate the two. And mm -hmm. I think it's easier for me to do that when I know, like, okay, the human being is over here. But when they create this kind of music, then I can, like, get lost in that I even see. better. That's where, you know, Deer Hunter and Coheed and Cambria and, and other sort of kinds of things. And Ghost, for that yeah. matter, as well. Like, it, it just, it gives me a well-rounded yeah, so you basically version. like having that separation then. Yes. Okay. Because so then it also inspires me to want to be creative. And will I ever? I don't know. But, you know, I still, it's inspiring in that way. Yeah, okay. Well, that, that, that's a great way to put it then. Thank you for explaining it to me. Because, like, I, You're going into this, like, <laughs> it, 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 I'm, I'm actually the exact opposite. Like, like I said, I don't, I don't ever want to know who Vessel is. Like, I like that this is like some mysterious project and it just kind of, because it kind of makes it otherworldly. It, it it feeds into the the it feeds into the art of it, right? So like that that's kind of where I'm coming from. Uh, this is track okay. two to summoning, by the way. Yet another single, one of the six yes. singles. It came out the day after Chokehold. I know. What a, I mean, like those of us who were like Sleep Token fans, like we were, we were eating really well in, in January. I know. That was, a, yeah, four singles that month. I know. Jesus. So this is my first blemish of the album oh this one this this song does not capture my imagination very well why is that is it just it's kind just, of like it's just, ex expected? it's a little flat it's oh. a little flat and the the change into a new song at the end 
seems very abrupt. Mm. And I could change my mind about this because, again, only a weekend yeah. listening to this. But this, yeah, this is album definitely... is super dense, and I don't think like a week is enough to like yeah. really <laughs> absorb it. To be honest, <laughs> so um, yeah, especially with how strong Chokehold and then the next fucking five tracks <laughs> for me are. This one just like seemed to flatten, oh. but but it's pretty That's heavy. interesting because I think if you going into for for me like I think Chokehold's like a great intro to the album, and I feel like this is a very complimentary to Chokehold and like the next few songs as well. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you like Chokehold, like this should this is like you're you're on the same path until it diverges, you know. But that's interesting that you feel like summoning was a little flat. I think it's just the chorus, you know. Hmm. For something that has that epic riff and you got this awesome little like kind of solo thing going on here, it's got to have a big chorus. And this this is not a big chorus song, unfortunately. But again, this is some ungodly creature who creates music out of whatever, <laughs> I don't know, orifice godly creatures have. So I, I can't judge it. It's yeah. not but not a human that made this album apparently exactly and that's the that's where the enjoyment comes from but uh, what do you call it like what i like about this song too like yeah maybe the chorus isn't like super unique but like we get to actually see vessel as the man the musician express a little bit more uh, and actually share like his musical talents a little bit like he we get to see some of his like music vocal range guess it does have some vocal range there man i was just reading the one and only poor review of this album from Ooh. sputnik music but we can talk about that later Ooh, that'd man. be fun yeah this is we're gonna sum is, up our well, thoughts at the end of this anyway it's a pretty long review it looks like but also if you look on wikipedia the skinny has already reviewed this album and gave it <laughs> four out of five stars <laughs> oh spoiler alert <laughs> that's the uk magazine i think Glasgow, Scotland. Glasgow. It's Damn a it, free they... magazine. There you go. So it's you can't even judge it accordingly. <laughs> what did Sputnik give it? One out of f- no half a star out of five. What? Oh, I, I gotta know. read that shit. I know. Anyway, let's let's stay focused on the album first. Yeah. So here's like <laughs> about where the where the because it's a long song. So this is. Basically, like, that first part is done. This is, like, part two of the song right now. So right. this is where the song kind of loses you. The, well, it just, it seems like an awkward transition, even though I enjoy this little outro thing. Mm-hmm. That I, I enjoy this, like, other song here at the end of this song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, kind of cool, but then I'm just like, should it have been its own song? I'm yeah. sure in, in the grand scheme of the art project that is this album, it means something but I, I don't know what that is. I didn't jump into the lyrics. And again, I tried to lyric genius some of their stuff and it, it wasn't exciting at all. <laughs> so Yeah, I think I kind of dove into lyric genius like maybe Tuesday or Wednesday a little bit. And it's, it's mm-hmm. just like, um, yeah, so this this quote in the Bible where Jesus says this, what the fuck are you fucking talking about? <laughs> Nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> So I learned that about sundown. He was like, oh, man, he's talking about like in a relationship when you're sad because the other person is sad and then you're like sad and stuff. So that, and that was about it. <laughs> See, I, I, I understand that as a mortal man myself. I understand that. <laughs> oh, and now we're, so now we're in the jazz club. Fuck, this, is, dude. this is this is like, yeah, it's funk. 
it's it's Vegas jazz. It's cool, but then again, it's only about the last minute and a half of the of the song. Yeah, it's almost like an interlude. So it's awkward, but again, the art project that is. It's fine. <laughs> like I really want to see this band live. Like that that should that I feel like that would be a fucking experience. Like we've been to pop be. shows, we've been to metal shows, we've been to hardcore shows and everything in between. This is like a little bit of all of that. And there's that added layer of like the theatricality of it. Like and then you throw in shit like this after like kind of how heavy the summoning would be played live. Like mm-hmm. And I want to see like the audience reception too. Like, like we're all cult members. We're all there for the same reason. But like, like I want to see what everybody like the vibe everybody is like when it goes into something funky like this. I feel like this just needed to kind of be its own song for another like another minute and a half. Yeah, it could have been done. I wouldn't have minded that. Track album. Yeah, but lucky number thirteen, dude. Exactly. For what it is, though, it's a very cool, like, interlude, outro, outro, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) And then I'm, 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 I'll be right there with you guys making a mess on the floor for the next (laughs) five tracks or so, six tracks. Mm. (laughs) Mm -mm -mm. Granite. So, I mean, like, if you're. If you're talking about like themes and stuff, like the first track "Chokehold" is very clearly um, about that kind of codependent relationship between vessel and sleep, and how yes. like I'm happy to be your mortal coil, but like you're ruining my life a little bit. Yes. <laughs> you know? So that's yeah, that's what I'm kind of taking from it is the like relationship that he has with sleep, yeah, the deity or sleep. The act, yeah. <laughs> and and one, I think that's what's one, one cool about a lot of these songs too is that there's like dual meanings to them. Like in 2021, um, the "Love You Want" was one of my favorite songs of the year, and that yes. can again that has that dual meaning between like the relationship that Vessel has with sleep, but it could also just be a sad relationship song if you want to interpret mm-hmm. it that that's way. Man, what genre is this, Adam? I I don't know. We got some R and B in here, dude. We've got some fucking like alt pop. <laughs> this lyric is calling out the other person in the relationship for choosing to stay in a dysfunctional relationship with the speaker vessel. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I get it. Why are <laughs> that? That doesn't mean anything. But yeah. anyway, he'd rather be dead than not have it. So there's that too. Wow, yeah, you're so cool. you're cool. so smart, random contributor. <laughs> and there's a picture of an empty tomb. <laughs> oh, I somebody inserted line. a JPEG. <laughs> <laughs> it's so deep, bro. <laughs> being dead, <laughs> to be six feet under, is a referring to being dead because <laughs> six feet is the customary depth to bury dead bodies. <laughs> Why would they prefer to be dead over being lonely when leaving the bad relationship? Question mark. Adam, you should create a, a lyric genius account and just like sarcastically like reply to <laughs> Wow, that's so deep. <laughs> I give this three coffins up. <laughs> See, this is like the exact opposite of the summoning where it starts mm-hmm. off funky and then ends genty. Right. 
Right. This little instrumental break. But again, his their choruses, their melodies are so much more hooky than yeah. other genty bands that are out there. Yeah. And that has to be like an intentional thing, right? Like you, you gotta imagine mm-hmm. whoever Vessel is, like he's probably a big fan of Gent, maybe is already a Gent like musician Artist. in another band. And Oh my god. Oh my god, we're narrowing it down. Era. It's, <laughs> it's the guy from Era. It might be. It might be. You never know. But you know, they're also very artistically minded in other musical genres as well. And just like that seamless blend. And again, if you don't know who this artist is, you're not familiar with this band, like, this is a great way to kind of like, like, tiptoe into all these weird genres. Like, you know, I'm not, I'm not like well versed in like jazz fusion or anything, but like the jazz fusion that's in this album in particular, fuck, it's so good. And it makes me want to like listen to more of it. stop reading these annotations because they're <laughs> annoying me they're mind numbing <laughs> yeah so this is yes. uh, track four aqua regia aqua regia it's latin for royal water or king's water oh, is an acidic nice. mixture acidic mixture of both hydrochloric and nitric acids it is yellow to orange in color and it is extremely corrosive it was initially Adam's- created by alchemists in the 13th century. You said you were going to stop reading lyrics. <laughs> I mean, I needed the, the translation, the uh-huh. Latin translation. Now you're done. <laughs> Putting down the roses, picking up the sword. When you oh, first now he's uh, fighting listen, his love. Yeah, when you first listened to Sleep Token a couple of years ago. What was your yes. like first impression of it, and like especially Vessel's voice? Very unique. Like it definitely drew me in quickly, and I was like, I really hope I start liking this, <laughs> and I did quite a bit. Yeah, it yeah. was still a top twenty album, which is apparently sacrilege on Discord, <laughs> which is fine. There was a yeah, few tracks it- that I wasn't so keen on. I was, it was definitely very uh, like off-putting to me, like with how like deep and kind of garbled it is. Like I thought it was really <laughs> going to be annoying after like a few listens to, but like right. like you said at the beginning of this, like it really, like you really like settle with it really well. What's interesting, if you go to the deluxe edition of Sundowning, he does a cover of "I Want to Dance with Somebody" by Whitney Houston. Have you listened I, to that? I don't think I've listened to that. And so there's not a lot of vocal filter on that. It's pretty stripped down. Oh. And he, he very much sounds like Jason Lancaster. Oh. <laughs> so I was just like, whoa. Because Jason Lancaster sings like he has a British accent for an American guy. <laughs> or more Irish accent. Mm. <laughs> so I thought that was interesting. But I'm like, no, there's no way this is Jason Lancaster. <laughs> Map your theories. Map your theories, everyone. I know. I know. It's a really interesting cover. So I, I, I recommend that to anyone who hasn't heard it yet. I'll have to check it out right after this. Oh, man. Oh. The Aqua Regia is just like in my veins now, dude. And that's the magical feeling I feel. I, I might be dying because it's toxic, but that's the magical yes. feeling I feel. <laughs> when I'm 
done dancing to alarm bells. This kind of this kind of song kind of reminds me of like and you know forgive forgive me for the name drop but like one of like the slower dance Gavin dance songs with how kind of like funky mm, it gets with how yeah. bass heavy it is. Exactly. John Mess finally singing in melody. <laughs> I knew it all along. I'm just nervous he's going to drop the N-word again. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, wait, no. That's uh, Will Swan. He does that. My bad. Right. But yeah, this song's really good. Yeah, it's so like it's so groovy. Like I just love grooving to it. This almost could be like a Bartice Strange song. Oh my god, <laughs> you know? that's right. What if Bartice Strange is Vessel? I knew it all along. I've been saying it for years. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Map your theories. This is track five, Vor. Probably the, the fucking heaviest, gentiest fuck I've ever fucking heard. Now, but only at the beginning. The song ends very non heavy genty which is great and i love that transition you know if we it's got like five minutes of just this it would be fucking numbing dude i guess i mean i like this a lot like it puts some like black metal like in this gent dude fuck with that beautiful fucking like jazzy melodic voice that vessel has into mm-hmm. this shit God damn, that range. I know. We will remain stuck in the throat of gods. Will the pain stop if we go deeper? So many questions in the pre-course. Yeah, I mean, there's so many songs thus far that are really questioning his devotion to sleep. And I love that kind of like, at at this point in the story, like as far as three albums in, like Vessel is like, starting to push back a little bit trying to take his life back right he doesn't want to be the spokesperson for sleep yeah i want out of my contract bro i know he's the mike lendell of the of the gent world (laughs) (laughs) the my pillow guy brings sleep to all what is it sleep (laughs) what if it's him that would be amazing And like, if we ever do find out who Vessel is, I want it to be something fucking stupid like that. The My Pillow guy <laughs> doesn't want to be the spokesperson for sleep anymore. See, I mean, it's perfect. It's either Mike Lindell or Trump, for that matter. Like the the connections are vast. Yeah, exactly. Just, and and Vessel, just like Trump, has a weird voice. <laughs> <laughs> So let's get swallowed whole. I want to go where nobody else will ever go. Hmm. I mean, it's it's almost like the 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 dual meaning too. Like I like I I want I need to get away from this toxic relationship, but I I keep getting pulled back in. You know, right. I keep I keep choosing to come back. So the song title Vor is the short form of Vorophilia, which is defined by Wikipedia as a paraphilia characterized by the erotic attraction to the process of eating in general practice. That's fucking disgusting. (laughs) 
This is a common theme across several Sleep Token songs, most notably the line, Take a bite of me in The Offering. Mm. Furthermore, Wikipedia states that vor fantasies are separated from sexual cannibalism because the living victim is normally swallowed whole. In vor, in, in vorophilia, yes. it's swallowed whole, not not eaten in chunks. I suppose so. Interesting. <laughs> well, I mean, there so are I, lines like in like in like verse two, like what we just heard, like oh, oh I can like the walls so, are so fleshy and like it feels so yes. warm in here. Because he's he's been swallowed, like yeah, the chorus yeah. says, "Let's get swallowed whole." Yeah. Rather than chewed, I mean, like I guess that's a better way to go. <laughs> so, yeah, and and again, it's that it's that uh, co that 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 codependent relationship that like I need you and you make me right. feel good, but like I I know this is healthy and I, unhealthy and I need to get away. Right. Much like sleep. Exactly. <laughs> I could sleep all I fucking want, but we all know that's unhealthy. That's unhealthy. Only in small doses. <laughs> so anyway. I fucking it, love so this now, song, now dude. It is not genty anymore. But that's okay. But like, I fucking love the the kind of spastic nature of this song. I love the, the seamlessness between like the, the death metal into this like progressive rock into like almost this R&B like part right here so yes it is to be alive and safe inside the predator if you break it down a little bit more so there's a video for this song maybe that will explain something it looks frightening (laughs) I don't want to watch it (laughs) it might be the same video that when they first released the song it's just kind of like a visualization Mm of the the monster on the uh, Mm, on the on the single art okay yes that's what it looks like that's a frightening monster. Yeah, a lot of like, because I've seen, I haven't seen all of them, but like I've seen a lot of like Sleep Token videos, and they are, they are visually stunning. They are they are frightening to a lot of people, but like the artistic nature of like this horror and the the, the, the it's it's almost like oppressive how dark a lot of these Sleep Token videos it's are. Interesting. I mean, then you bring in the Ethel Kane kind of yeah. thing of the can of being eaten by your vorophilia yeah <laughs> yeah exactly so it's all coming full circle now it's all making sense ethel kane is sleep token <laughs> we figured it out folks <laughs> <laughs> they sound exactly alike i mean i always knew it <laughs> this is track six track six ascensionism yeah to be ascended is to be descended so then of course if you're inside your predator then you can have your ascensionism. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I, I believe so. This opening is accusative and seemingly condemns the subject as narcissistic and selfish. They deceive Vessel in order to make him their reflection and set themselves free. After they get what they want, they leave. This relationship is recontextualized in verse 4. <laughs> See, again, it's so well written because you can, you can interpret that in the non- theatricality part of it and you know that's right. something that like unfortunately some people experience in their relationships maybe it's their romantic relationship or with their family or friends or whatever and then again it's that it's that codependent like relationship that vessel has with sleep and it, it, this, right. this album more than the other two is so confrontational and i love that it's just mm, feeding into the yes. story 
And I hope that, like, again, we don't get any more from this. Like, this band is getting more and more popular. So I, mm-hmm. I, I wonder if we're going to get more albums. But I would love just this great story, the trilogy of these three Sleep Token albums. And then just kind of ends ambiguously the way it does. That would be fine. But it would have to end. We can't have, like, six more albums without knowing who this person is. Right. Yeah. It, it, that, that's why I want. I, I want this to end like on a high note, and just we never mm. find out who this is. And for the for the this, years to come, this is we're, the coolest. We're, this is the coolest verse right here. I know. Isn't it's it such good? such a fucking trip away from the intro? And we got like a little bit of like reverb in the voice too. A little bit of like uh, that little bit of kind of auto tune tone on top of the already like heavily processed vocals. It's just so fucking good half algorithm half a deity what a terrible thing to say about a person <laughs> dude that's <laughs> that's like our world <laughs> i know man <laughs> digital demons make the night feel heavenly mm. ew Digital demons. What are you trying to say about me, Vessel? That looking at things on my phone at night is wrong? What are you, what, what are you implying about me? What's your man? Do, what you doing there, step bro? Digital <laughs> demons. Whatever, whatever. Man, I love this flow. It's, it is a little hip hoppy. Oh, it's so, it's so good, cool. dude. Hip hop. Hip hop. Progressive hip hop. Hip gent. Gent hop. <laughs> gent hop. There you go. <laughs> but then it's like you're throwing in emo rap kind of in that in that way. Yeah, dude. Obviously... I was not expecting emo rap to be in my sleep token, you know? Nothing nowhere is vessel. We got oh it. Oh my I god. Knew it. All along. The not... signs were all there. <laughs> Ethel nowhere. Ethel nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Ethel Lancaster nowhere. I knew it. <laughs> and a little bit of a my pillow guy with sponsorship from my, my pillow guy. <laughs> yes. We'll get to the 1975 references in a minute, but Taylor Swift. <laughs> they're all there. <laughs> yep. 1989. Mm. Again, That's... fucking seamless transition, mm-hmm. bro. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love it. And I can imagine if you had listened to all five of the singles from January through May, and then this was the first song you heard that wasn't a single. Yeah, it, it must have been pretty cool. It, it was. Yeah. Even though I'm glad, I'm glad I didn't do that. I'm just for those people who enjoy that sort of thing. I'm glad they had this song yeah, to jump yeah. into. And yeah, again, I, I heard all five of them. I was just, I couldn't help myself. They were I was way too excited. But then getting in, into this, like, what a fucking treat to know that, like, like your patience was rewarded. Like, those songs that you loved so much from months past was just the fucking taste of what's to come. Mm. That's like, this is like best case scenario for, like, a band that would throw out, like, half of their singles prior to the album, which, you know, right. you and I hate. It's usually a bad try, thing, yes. Yeah, and we try to avoid that as much as we can. But, again, I I was weak. I, I, I listened to them all. But, uh, oh, so okay. glad this is, like, just as good as everything else. 
In hindsight, that's okay. So, the track describes how Vessel submitted himself to someone who sought to control and or deceive him. Vessel exposes his own vulnerability and pain and requests that they turn him into their mannequin. In contrast, the subject is described to be half algorithm, half deity, and suggested to have inhuman features with more than two eyes. This description could be that of Sleep Token's fictive god Sleep, and it could pertain to a human partner Vessel has had in the past. Good god. The human partner Vessel has had in the past. Remember, there's two of them. It could in be. And so nothing nowhere is one of them. Yes. Kane yes. is the other. Ethel Kane is the other. Jason Lancaster could be a third. That's I mean, right. Yeah, and then Matt Healy shows up just to provide the to provide the heroin. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we. That's how they go into these sleep trances. Is Matt Healy's heroin? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Man, I am all about like the fucking like theatricality of this. Like, you know, sometimes I roll mm. my eyes at like, especially when it's like poorly done. It's like I get the concept, but like, I don't know, there's something's missing for making me like fully invested in it. Like, again, it's it's the anonymity of the people involved. It's the high concept nature of it, and the fact that the songs are so well written that like, if you don't want any part in the sleep token sleep vessel relationship thing. You can interpret mm-hmm. these in like a more mortal human way if you wanted. Right. It's just a dude and his girlfriend, and they have an on and off again thing going on. Yeah, exactly. Boring. And they're really, <laughs> and they're really into emo rap and jazz fusion and, and black metal and cannibalism. I don't know. And a little bit of voy- vorophilia. Vorophilia, yes. Fuck that song was so good, dude. Sorry, I thought there was more to it. Are you really okay? (laughs) Yeah, seven minutes and it wasn't long enough. (laughs) It really felt like it was just like a four-minute song. So good. Mm -hmm. So this sounds like the closing to a Pearl Jam album. It does. It was. It was really like, what do I? I've heard this riff before. Like, Mm -hmm. what is this? Yeah, it's totally uh, (laughs) the last song on the Versus album. I think you're right. Yeah. So yeah, great pull. Yeah, I was, I'm yeah. curious to see what you think about this song. I like this song. Yeah. I like this song a lot. This one I feel like is like my least favorite on the album, but like, you know, this is, we're talking B plus in the sea of A, A pluses. Mm, okay. Like, I think it's oddly, I think it's in an odd place in the track listing. Um, maybe it could have like not been in here at all especially maybe you split the tracks on the su- or you split those two parts in the summoning and make this like you know if you still want it to be a 12 track album I-, I i think this album could have done without this song i don't think it's bad song but i just think it's like oddly it, it messes with the pacing a little bit i guess it kind of could <clears throat> and I- again you can interpret it any number of ways like now vessel has sought back his independence and so sleep is like whatever then i guess i'll just kill myself and drip crimson all over the carpet all over your brand new carpet you fucker <laughs> you could slit my throat with my one last gasping breath exactly <laughs> so you know i mean you turn that into a a a, a grunge closer and and you got it right here yeah <laughs> Yeah, you know, turning it in, into the the victims 
like making ma- making the victim at fault here by like guilting them mm-hmm. into coming back. Yes, like in, in a way, yes. That's not gaslighting, like, right? That's not. It, what is that called? Uh, manipulating. Yeah, I guess just emotional <laughs> manipulation. Yeah. Oh, you don't love me after all the things I've given you. I yeah. guess I'll just. Oh, you're gonna die. leave me. I guess I'll just <laughs> fucking kill myself. Right. I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah. And then, you know, Are flipping you it. Really again, okay. So Ger- Gerard Way is vessel. He's like, <laughs> I'm not okay. Folks, folks, I think you heard Adam it here is, first. <laughs> I think Adam is starting to get it. We are all sleep token. <laughs> God dang it. No. It's gotta only be one person. It's gotta be. <laughs> Out of everyone that you suspect, who do you think is most likely Vessel One? Man. It's somebody we don't know that that is not already a, a big pop star. Yeah, do you think I, it's just some guy? It's like I'd love to think it's Matt Healy, but I don't think Matt Healy would make this kind of music. I think I don't, yeah, has, I don't think Mark, Matt Healy is smart enough to pull this off. <laughs> like I think he can create these melodies, but there's no way he's going to put this music behind any of his music yeah. ever. And I think so, he's got I, that prima donna kind of personality trait where like he wouldn't want to be anonymous. He would want to he would want people to know it was him. Right. So I I don't know otherwise because the, the the backing is there. This is this it feels like it's already an established artist because of how grandiose this is. Yeah. And granted, like this like is the th- third album of Sleep Token, so like they've they've had practice at some point. But like even right. Sundowning, there's no way this is somebody's first attempt at an album. No right. fucking way. So I, I I'm of the mind that like it might be like. Maybe not the front man of another band, but at least an established musician. I at know. the very part least, of me, like a, like part a of session was, musician or something. It's possible. Uh, Matt Tuck from Bullet For My Valentine. I, I thought it was mm. him for a while. Because <laughs> again, he only writes boring, sa- now boring, sad breakup songs in a metal format. Right. But this would have seemed like an interesting break from that. <laughs> Right, <laughs> to 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 kind of like bring it down a bit, but still be metal. Do you think so, he? I don't know. Is creative enough to cre- again create the, the the facade and the theatricality and the and the lore behind it? Though I mean, the the first three Bullet for My Valentine albums gave me that hope. Mm. The last three have not so much, <laughs> or four, however many there have been. Remember, we're incorporating <laughs> so, Nordic runes into the lore. Appar- <laughs> apparently, yes. So maybe it's one of the Barry Tomorrow guys. I don't know. Maybe it's the lead singer who is now not in Barry Tomorrow anymore. <laughs> he left on amicable terms. Let yeah. us not forget. Um, I mean, that would be the most amicable of term. Oh, sorry, we're moving on. This is track eight, from- the apparition. If we're keeping score here, by the way, I'm eight of eight. Are you? Are you seven of eight right now? Seven of eight. Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's that's the only other one I can think of, and that would make a lot of sense for it to be that dude. Mm. I forgot his name. Um, just because he's like, oh, I'm, 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 I'm just not in Barry tomorrow anymore for unknown reasons. Mm. I've got, <laughs> I've got personal things to deal with. Mm-hmm. I like the song. The song is again, I, you know, it's again that relationship between Vessel and Sleep, and it's like Vessel. At least my interpretation of it is that it's like he's questioning reality. 
a little bit, kind of like the, mm. the title, the apparition. Like he's not sure if sleep is a real thing that's affecting his life, or if it's just some like his mad, like he's going a little mad or something. This is just his right. own machination. Well, now he's he broke away from sleep in a way. Yeah. So I got here. This track addresses a subject who seems to haunt Vessel's dreams, appearing consistently, but without enough presence to be real. Even though they seem to inflict anxious or depressive symptoms upon him, Vessel fears that they will cease to visit him and pleads that they will let him go or take him with them. And I don't, which is, which is good, which is bad. Yeah. Don't leave me. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I guess I won't kill myself. Maybe. But you have to be mine forever, Vessel. This might be like the most like hip hop R and B heavy mm. yeah. like Sleep Token project, and I'm fucking down for it, dude. Ugh. Like the formula has been perfected in this album. It really has. I feel like even though Take Me Back to Your Tomb was good, yeah. I feel like this is better. This is a step up. Yeah, I, I do like "Take Me Back to Your Tomb." But I, I I do feel like there's like some pacing issues with it. I don't think some of the songs gel with one another as well as like in this album. But again, like dude, every genre that they're we're playing with in this album works well. Vessel is fucking killing it. Like no matter what they're no matter what genre we're doing or what style we're doing, like Vessel's fucking all over it. Again, high concept. Some of the song concepts lyrical concepts are kind of overlapping a little bit but i'm okay with it too because like again this isn't this is like a unique one-of-a-kind project and you know it's not like i'm gonna hear this album again next month with some shitty metalcore band you know they're Mm -hmm. not gonna do their interpretation of like oh my relationship with the god hope you know (laughs) (laughs) but it's also an allegory for my shitty relationship with my girlfriend The, the sun god Ra. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you burned me. Something like that. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> what you feeling on this one, Adam? You give it a thumbs up. Fuck yeah, dude. I wake up to a suicide frenzy. No, thank you. <laughs> So, yes, just making some sort of unknowable kind of peace with not being there, but still not very peaceful. Yeah, yeah. and that feeling of like being trapped too, that the, the, the feeling that like, I, I, I don't want to be part of this, but I asked for this in a way, and now there's no way out. Kind of, kind of taking the blame onto yourself and again making you question reality like am i really doing this or is 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 is, is, is sleep a real thing and just, i'm I've, I've just gone mad you know mm-hmm. well i don't know how much insomnia you've dealt with through the years but other Very, than having children my insomnia does not cause me problems i have a good relationship with the sleep god yeah yeah deity we yeah, have a good thing going on comparatively speaking my insomnia is has never been as bad as yours <laughs> so this is uh, the 1975 with do you Matt wish Healy. that you love me <laughs> and like again this is almost fucking like uh like ah shit like what do you call like music theft 
Plagiarism? Yeah, this is, this, this is almost like a 1975 plagiarism song. Yes. So this and is when, where you're just like, this is no doubt Matt Healy had a hand in this. <laughs> uh, I mean, take the, vo- take the fucking vocal filter off. Like, it's exactly him. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Or it's another guy in that band. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But this is like another low point for me right here. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was, I was curious to see what you would think about this song. Like, is this too strange? Or does it, like, not mm-hmm. fit in with the overall vibe? I mean, who, who, who makes this kind of music, Mike? <laughs> you know one band does. I've heard this, like, five times before yep. on previous albums. <laughs> and then this, this little cadence thing that he does, I forget if it's, like, on the next verse. He's like, wah, 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 yeah. Wah. The, the, the words are all one syllable like that. <laughs> yeah, that's Matt Healy, dude, to a to, to a I fucking T. But again, I'm pretty confident that Matt Healy is not smart enough to get away with this. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. A perspective shift across the album narrative. The song lyrically progresses from a state of obsession and guilt into a track that spans a unique melodic and lyrical shift. A seeming resolution of comfort. Yeah, this is hardcore 1975 vibes. <laughs> Seeing Vessel observing the time passed between the albums and begging the worth of self-hatred, living vicariously through an idyllic lens, contrasting the acceptance and worth of moving on. Again, we're still like hearkening back to 2019 sound downing theme, sundowning mm-hmm. themes. <laughs> Where it's like the the well is still the same. Yeah, it's still yeah. struggling. Too many years later now. Yeah, like yeah. fucking kill this, kill this villain, or move on. <laughs> yeah, and if you were to levy any like constructive criticism to the Sleep Token project, it is that it's that we keep coming back to the same themes. Like there, a lot of the lyrical themes are overlapping, and it's a different flavor of the same song almost. You know, but like. Again, do I'm, it in I'm, different, interesting ways. Then it's, yeah. it's okay. Yeah, like I, I I'm, I'm here for the totality of the project. I'm not here for like, like, oh, this song is better than this song, and like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not here for like a, a through line narrative. I guess, mm-hmm. right? And I guess not. So I guess I mean we it's go the gaslight it. anthem. It's the gaslight anthem yeah, effect. Exactly. Like how many Brian times Fallon, can you make an incredible song about the same thing? <laughs> yeah, Brian Fallon does the same exact. Bullshit, and like we don't complain about it there because the songs are really good. So same thing with Sleep Token, like you know, oh, it's another song about like Vessel could being conflicted with being the the the, right. the, the mortal coil of sleep. Oh wow, I love what you. A- I hate you. You love me. You hate me. What's gonna happen? Should we go out for breakfast today? I don't know. I'm still mad at you. Like that kind of thing. <laughs> exactly. I, and I and I, and I don't want to scream this because I've got my daughter sleeping in the other room, but like. Wow, it breaks new ground. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It really does. But again, yeah, if you if you set those little nitpicks aside, wow. this is one of the wow. most fucking unique projects I've, we've ever come across and like mm-hmm. I think I think the I think the formula has been perfected with this album and just my whole week with it and I, I really feel like I need more time with it just to really dice, really fully understand it, but like oh my god, it's so good, dude. The song so in the last three tracks here, Woo. so uh, let's just fillet away, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> the first line of the lyric genius for Rain 
this song is so deep. (laughs) (laughs) Lyric genius, you have gone down in quality so much. (laughs) No, I mean, there's a whole reason why, but that's just like the first sentence there. Oh, really? This song (laughs) is so deep, bro. (laughs) You can really feel his emotions pouring through the song like rain. Wash the salt of the wounds of the soul. The mouth of the vicious wolf shows how the endless emotional cycle that repeats when in a relationship, that's unhealthy. (laughs) There's more. There's more. I'll I'll, I'll save the rest for later. Good God. Let's enjoy the song now. Yeah, a a 12-year-old wrote that, by the way. I got 17. (laughs) An emotionally stunted 17-year-old, yeah. My God. The the fucking, like, the, 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 the clapping nature of this... Like the fucking cadence of this fucking groovy beat, dude. Like you could be getting down with this sick beat. Reflected in light, reflected in sound. Song is good, man. Song is so cool. (laughs) Do I dare I say one of the best songs of the year right fucking here, dude? It's hard to choose, but like this is like one of my favorite songs on this album. So I can see you in my fate. Mm. Good lord, that's that's hurtful right there. <laughs> so a little bit of like a self-pity type of song too. That kind of like I've given up control now. Just reign over me. You know, you can you can say it like R A I N or even R E I G N. Reign over mm. me. Sleep. Just take over me. I've given up. You know, I, I, I understand that I'm trapped in this relationship, in this very one-sided, toxic relationship. There you go. So this song is about waiting for the other person to become emotionally invested. But in the end, the relationship will never stop being a game played. Look he will always that. go back to her. He will always go back to her even when he should not. She's Look. the venomous serpent that spoils his veins. <laughs> Look at that. We got some fucking... Beauty and the Beast shit right now, dude. <laughs> last time I checked, Brian Fallon wrote a song about being the venom in someone else's veins. So I'm just saying, Brian, Brian Fallon, Fallon is Vessel. Is vessel. I knew it all along. I've been saying it since the beginning of time. So does this count towards the bets, though? We do get like a Brian yeah. Fallon project this year? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I don't care if, it, if I lose my bets. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I can't even, even like imagine what the crowd is going through like in a live setting for this song. Uh, this isn't really moshable. No, it's which not. Is a good Everyone's thing. just gonna fucking. And as as good as this song is, I still feel "Take Me Back to Eden" is better. Is that weird? Is that weird? I mean, we'll get there in a minute. Again, whatever your favorite song is on this album, you're not wrong. Okay. Okay. This is one of those. I was albums. worried. I was very worried about that. <laughs> I know we said at the beginning like, that, like, hey, you know, some a lot of these songs are very long. We might have to, you know, just pass through them. I know. <laughs> we listen to this whole fucking album, dude. It's one of those albums. I know. It's like I'm glad that tracks only four minutes, but this track <laughs> is one of the shorter, much songs. longer than that. Yeah. <laughs> this this track coming up. Yeah, we might have much to, longer. We might have to skip through. This is "Take Me Back to Adine." 
Mike likes to make up words. All words are made up. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Though little is currently known about the song, speculation is gathered around the symbolism of form, instinct and return within references to Eden, Olympus, and Eden's vices within other tracks. Despite this, at 8 minutes and 21 seconds, this will become the longest track to date by the band, topping second longest ascensionism from the same album by over a minute. I mean, that's like the Lyric Genius stuff we go for. <laughs> this is this is the content we, we crave on Lyric Genius. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, again, I didn't deep dive into like some of these lyrics. I just, this is just my own interpretation, but like, this is, I, I, I don't know what to make of the concept of this song it, it does seem very like theistic like you know maybe mm. a, a plea to the all all of the other gods out there you know for for assistance or for help that, that's mm. kind of just where i'm where i'm at though I, I don't really i'm not smart enough to dissect this stuff i haven't gone in through the runes right <laughs> so it says here vessel is expressing that he's losing his mind and is losing the ability at rational thought completely losing touch with a grounded perspective. This is common in anxious or depressive states. <laughs> of course, Eden is a biblical reference to the Garden of Eden. I don't know if you knew that, calling it Eden oh, wow. or whatever you called it. Adin. <laughs> Adin, yes. That's different, different place. <laughs> so the Garden of Eden symbolizing a paradise or a state of blissful innocence. In this case of the song, Vessel is using Eden as a way of saying he wants to be free from the demons in his mind and be put at peace again. I mean, I never, I didn't catch on to that initially, but... <laughs> yeah, again, the, the, the song is written in a way where it's a little bit ambiguous, so I guess just my, with my one week in it, it, it just kind of seems like another, hey, this is my relationship with sleep. Help me, God. There's a, there's a finality to this track, too, that I appreciate. Uh, I do love the song Euclid, but um, this this could very well be like the final track of the song of, of the album, and I would have been happy with that. But it fucking kicks right there. Fuck yeah! And then the soaring. Take me back to it all. It's exactly what I wanted mm. in that in that moment. I wanted something soaring, something different. Yes. The metaphors are not as deep as other songs. That's fine. Yeah, but it's still it's still pretty good. But again, the to the totality of it is is great. You know, like Brian Fallon can write songs that are not like super duper deep. They're pretty straightforward. Ollie Sykes sometimes writes songs that are not as deep, but it's, but you know, kind of straightforward. But we love them because like, you know, for one, we can understand them. <laughs> Some a right. lot of times, high concept stuff can be like so high Ooh, up its own ass. It's verse, dude. Dude, nothing. Nowhere is back. Are we? Are we in another song again? Like we are at the three and a half minute point. Feels like a meat freezer. I dangle in like cold cuts. <laughs> I don't know why I love that symbolism so much. <laughs> the the, the delivery too of cold cuts. Take a piece of my Take a pound of your flesh before you take a piece of my paste up. <laughs> <laughs> We're back in the mortal realm now. Yes. Little, dig, little dig at capitalism. I'm a winged insect. You're a funeral pyre. 
I mean, that's that's some Brian Fallon shit right there. Mm-hmm. I'm a winged insect, winged insect <laughs> European vampire. Uh, that doesn't even make sense, but I fucking love it. Violence along both lines of a pathway higher. So he's taking back ownership, baby. Take it. Take it, Vessel. Give it back, Sleep Daddy. Piano interlude. Yeah, again, now we're in a third song in this one song. <laughs> Now it's getting a little meatloaf. Maybe meatloaf. Did he actually die? Or is he a vessel? (laughs) And he got into really good shape, and now he's a vessel. Yes, he was riding rollerblades. (laughs) (laughs) It does really good on the abs. I don't know if you've ever seen Vessel like in a live setting, but like he has like the robe open and like black like grease paint all over his body. Fucking sweet Mm -hmm. abs, dude. Mm -hmm. Matt Healy's got some sweet abs. He does. But that might be the heroin chic, though. I don't know yeah, if he exactly. actually earned heroin's, those abs. Heroin's great for the body. <laughs> <laughs> Adam's statements are not an endorsement of the sleepy with Mike and Adam. Please disregard. <laughs> Producer's note. Heroin may not be good for you. <laughs> now, where are we now? The song took a whole different turn. I know. Again, yeah, we're we're in song three of this one song. According to this, it's only verse three. <laughs> These are long verses. I know. But we go back to another. I mean, the, that chorus. My, those eyes like fire. I'm a winged inks, winged insect. And you're a funeral pyre. I mean, that means he's attracted. To mm, her that's right. Beautiful death, even though, even though it, even though it, viciously consumes him. I mean, that's that's so many, so many lead singers. Yep. Like, God, the gods grow tired with me because I'm such a fucking train wreck. Yep. <laughs> but I love them so much. Why are we attracted to such sad music? <laughs> we are just sad boys. Because, like I said in the previous episode, what's the best emotion? Sadness. That's true. <laughs> it's the only emotion that matters. Exactly. Why would you listen to music if you didn't want to be sad? <laughs> it's pointless. <laughs> Don't listen to music if it makes you happy. It's one of my favorite lines of Trolls World Tour when Poppy says, Oh, they don't know that music is supposed to make you happy. That's so awful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be the 30, only I'm gonna be 37 this year and I've never come across a song that made me happy. <laughs> <laughs> And again, fourth song here. We're back in the death metal, uh, the black metal. That slightly out of tune jant guitar. And it's mm-hmm. like, I've never liked that sound, but it fits so well with this. Like he's finally gone mad, like begging the gods to help him. Being complace- complicit now in his, uh, in his consumption by sleep. And now he's just gone fucking his mind is now jelly 
Exactly. Exactly. All right. Jumping into Euclid. Here we are. The final track, Euclid. And it really doesn't feel like we spent an hour and three minutes with this album. But like this album just breezes on through because it's just so well paced and just well told. What a fucking artistic ass fucking album. Oh, here's Jim Steinman on guitar. Jim Steinman faked his death and is now <laughs> Vessel. I mean, somebody's got to do it. Might as well be him. <laughs> so now he's he's rehashing everything over the next five minutes of this song. Yeah. Like this song really reminds me of uh, the song "Brave Faces Everyone" by uh, by Spanish love songs, where the song is a callback to all the previous songs in the album. There's so many lines in here that, like, that, uh, that 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 feed into the lyrical themes of the of the previous eleven tracks. This is 1975. Yep. <laughs> so these refrains could symbolize a change in how Vessel approaches self-harm, in becoming something new. He's beginning to reach out to and trust others again when he gets his self-destructive impulses and how, while he still has his darker moments, he's beginning to heal enough to reach out for and feels like he deserves help. Fuck. That's so good. Good on ya. Good, good on job. ya, Vessel. The, the, the Come one back to the mortal thing, world. The one good thing from Lyric, Ves- from Lyric Genius this week. <laughs> exactly. Do this to leave this part of me behind. Yeah, so is, is, is it that he's finally free? Or is it that he's just... Transitions, bro. Fucking transitions. <laughs> that nothing else matters. I knew it! Kirk Hammett all along. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck it. So good, man. <laughs> so good. <laughs> like, this person is uber talented, man. Like, and like, and, and I'm torn between wanting to know who it is and never wanting to mm-hmm. find out. I know. It's very true. Maybe in like the 10 year anniversary of Sundowning, like, he finally gives like a reveal interview with fucking oh, alternative press or whoever's left alive in the after the climate crisis <laughs> you know <laughs> dun, dun, dun. good good transitions uh, it's heavy and soft at the same time <laughs> who's, ever, who's ever done that before <sighs> it breaks new ground Adam <laughs> as we kind of does as we kind of finish out this album here you know and, and you know you've given your thoughts throughout the hour or so but what are your final thoughts here on uh Take me back to Eden, the third album by Sleep Token. Is this the one that finally pulled you in? I, w- I w- yeah. I mean, it pulled me in with the last one. Sundowning is not my favorite album, that's for sure. But this this pulled me in. It took me some time. I needed to absorb it, and of course, read the lyric genius geniuses really. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, geniuses, for your help. Thank you, geniuses. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the best part of the whole thing is coming back around. 
I don't know where it's going, and that's fine. Yeah. If we get another album in two years, cool. If we don't, that's yeah. fine too. And 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 I'm and I'm two ways about that too. Like the the band has never been more popular than they are right now. So right. I, I, it would be understandable to keep the train going and then make another Sleep Token album. But a lot of me doesn't want this to just kind of be. Oh, this outro, dude. I know, dude. The whites of your eyes turn black in the low light. Man. So fucking haunting. Yes. And like, I get chills every time I've been listening to this album. Mm hmm. This is. The Sleep Token trilogy ends by going full circle, calling back to the very beginning of his three album journey. Mm. Mm. So yeah, yeah, I mean, is, is it just going to be a trilogy? I guess that would be interesting. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know what Vessel's mortgage payments are these days, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully he's in a place where he doesn't need to make any more Sleep Token albums. Because, like, I, I, I think there's a beauty in finality, right? I, I, I really right. don't like it when things just go on forever and it's become stale and boring right. and rote. Because, um, like, there's... There's nothing good in that. Like you're, you're you're harming your art. You're harming the you're harming the recep uh, the reception of your art project. You're you're not doing the listeners any favors. You're just you know you're just sullying what the what what you what, what's come before. So like I really hope that like if this isn't the end of the Sleep Token project, that there is a definitive end in one maybe two albums uh, down the way. But yeah, dude, like there you I, go. if this is the end what a fucking journey this is right and you're right like sundowning isn't my favorite and but i do applaud its uniqueness i do applaud it being something outside of its peers and with the high concept nature of it and you know maybe with the uh maybe with the hindsight of like having this album as a perspective of where we're going it might make sundowning a better album for me right because like you know the same thing happened with like bring me the horizon like i wasn't the biggest fan of heaven and hell when it first came out i was like oh this is mm. unique for the band but then with the perspective of like uh of 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 uh fucking uh sepaternal and then this is <laughs> and uh yes that and, one <laughs> and 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 the other albums like i grew to yes. have a new appreciation of heaven and hell so yeah maybe i'll go back to sundowning with the slow week that we have and then just kind of like pick apart uh those lyrical themes as similar as they can be but yeah i tried i tried this week and it did not go well mm. but good luck to you <laughs> i will do my best but uh, we'll, we shall see yeah dude like the the, the 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 like like we mentioned during the album review like the formula has been perfected with this album and i think this is like if you've never heard of sleep token before i think you can just jump into this one and like really like absorb it and appreciate it for its uniqueness and 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 the and the theatricality of it and then maybe go back to the other two uh and, and see if those sit with you too like because there are like genre shifts in there as well they're not as stark and i think effortlessly blended as it is in in eden but um but again like the, those they they started in those two albums and i think if you really like this one haven't heard it before and go go check out this other two as well and just 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 be a part of the cult man like we, we have cookies we have juice yeah uh we, we sleep really well yeah we have <laughs> we have violent hallucinations in our in our sleep 
and, and they're quite terrifying. It's great. It's great. Yeah. We wake up, we wake up feeling refreshed and energized for mm-hmm. the day. <laughs> Once in a while, one of us will like beg the gods to put us out of our misery, but like, hey, I know. But it's okay. There's but always it's okay, a, and then there's we, always a number to replace them. And then they don't do it. And we learn a valuable lesson about life and love. I agree, so. Adam. I agree. <laughs> this has been like one of the highest scoring albums for me this year. It has officially taken over Nothing Nowhere as my album of the year. Uh, I have given this like wow. a 4.5 music score and a 4.5 personal score as well. So I've given it a 9 out of 10. For but, you know, but you know whose opinion really matters? Vessels? The good people at Sputnik. Oh, yo, tell me. Yeah, I wanted to I wanted to read Sputnik some of this shit. Music. Wait a minute. That review has been removed <laughs> just in the amount of time that we have done this. It is no longer here. Uh, I swear to God. No, I have it up right here. So uh, it is okay. a it's... 0.5 review from a staff member over at Sputnik. Uh, review okay, because by... I, I cannot find it. So you must have not clicked away from that wikipedia page before i did oh i had yeah i had it open um okay. this is the review summary the review is a little long i'm not going to read the few the whole thing but the review summary goes uh tiktok band releases new low <laughs> for depressive oh. horny muzak in the in the oh, no. in the guise of pretentious concept metal piss on wow. it repeatedly Whoa. that wasn't a re- that wasn't a user review that was a staff review from Dang. sputnik okay. music man well, if you if you refresh that page, it'll disappear. So, uh, oh, don't, good. Don't refresh; <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> well, do you want to read the review for the good people, or just save it for them to go check out on their own? Well, go to the Wikipedia page if you and and hover over the the link of a uh, Sputnik review, and then the the source will come up. So then you click on the source. Uh, and that, that's how I, that's how I found it at least. No, what I'm looking at right now, there is no Sputnik music at all under the review scores. It's gone. Yikes. It was down at the bottom, right below the skinnies review, our review, four out of five stars. (laughs) (laughs) That's too low for, for my review, by the way. Well, we can, we can read a 6.5 out of 10 from metal injection. That's, that's, seems pretty scathing <laughs> that seems mean <laughs> i know so should we just move on and and let the good people do it on their own then yeah we'll let the good people do it on their own we're again we're okay. not we're not i'm not a super expert in sleep token and also if you're reading this you probably know how to apparently, work how to, how to use wikipedia so <laughs> apparently sputnik music is and they didn't like it at all <laughs> that's true yeah i mean like some of these reviews are kind of all over the place like there's glowing reviews there's kind of middling reviews and then there's that one really bad review but <laughs> jesus christ that's okay that's okay yeah you're right the review score is gone on the wikipedia page <laughs> vessel has taken we it down <laughs> maybe he might have that's interesting it was i only read like the first couple of lines and it just said sleep token is a god awful band like, <laughs> that's like, a good oh, that's a good okay. play on words though that's that, that that's pretty clever well it was spelled g-a-w-d oh gaud god awful they're from, awful they're from they're from dallas nice yes <laughs> So, Mike, do you want to talk about Taylor Swift then? Let's talk a little or bit you want about, to talk about Taylor Swift, the Dave Matthews Band. Okay. Well, Sounds which cute. which which is which 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 is better? Which would make for better content? I don't know. I really like the Dave Matthews album. Well, I, tell me I about know it. I'm going I'm going out on a limb to let you know that it's. It, it, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm just listening to a bunch of old bands over the next couple of weeks here with uh, 
Matchbox 20 releasing their album mm-hmm. this week. And then the Foo Fighters the week after, like I got nothing of the newer variety, which is fine. I don't need more in my life as old, I've, old music. Good new music, bad, right? New music, bad, but new music by old artists, not that bad. Not, you know, you go into bad. it, you go into it expecting it to be shit because sometimes it can be. It usually um, is. <laughs> so your, your expectations are low. That bar very, very low. You go in, you get some, some little ditties by Dave Matthews and the crew. Um, it's not that bad of an album. Okay, um, cool. And this is Some album number what for them? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> do, do I need to look it up? I'm sorry to make you do math on this show live on the air. Let me bring is this like album like nine or one, eight two, or something? Three, four, eight, nine, ten. Number ten. Mm. And the first the first one since 2018, mm, the, okay. the album Come Tomorrow, which I didn't even know about. I was not informed that that album came out. And I, <laughs> I found out about it somewhere in like 2020 or 2021. And it was again like a fairly good album. Oh, Away okay. from the World from 2012 was a really bad album and kind of I gave up on this band at that point. Right. So um but Walk Around the Moon has some really good songs. I would say they even dabble in the 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 Middle Eastern elements that ah, I remember you enjoying from yeah. Before These Crowded Streets, an album where I'm still like why doesn't Mike get this album when the rest of America got that album and it, it <laughs> was nominated for Grammys and, and such. Cause every Grammy nominated album is, is good. Right. So right. <laughs> we agree still with all my, the Grammy nominees. <laughs> it was still one of my favorite albums of all time. And I know you, you enjoyed the middle Eastern references on there. Yeah. So um, Madman's eyes, which I feel is kind of like the Dave Matthews version of, you know, Hey, what's up with all these mass killings kind of thing. So it, it throws in a little bit of like a, a, a of a, of a, of a Social bloody commentary. wood kind of vibe. Oh, okay. it's a bloody wood vibe. It gets really heavy and like. Dun, 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 dun. No, uh, oh wait, no, that was wrong. I put wrong. a fist through the face <laughs> of a rapist, and now I take yes. So, but it, it, it does. It's not as overt as the last stop from the Before These Crowded Streets album, mm-hmm. but it does have a Indian flavor to it, and I thought oh, that was cool. a really good song. Um, so yeah, overall, I gave this an eight out of twelve, which was. Definitely not what I was expecting. That's a great score. And again, 42 minutes, it, it kind of breezes by. There's a couple of really short songs there in the middle that are not not the best songs in the world, but hey, whew, they breeze right by. And I feel like it ends really strong. Um, there's a track called The Only Thing that I felt was a really good song. Very cool. And it seemed to end pretty well. The last couple songs were really good. So yeah, 8 out of 12. Very cool. Listen to it if you like Dave Matthews. Maybe I'll give that just a, just a just a few spins. I'm not the biggest Dave Matthews fan, but if you're saying that right. some of the songs are great, then hey, give them a spin, man. I, I I'm not saying great. I'm just saying I liked eight of the songs. <laughs> you're I'm not, not going to listen to be like, good. man, I just, I just really liked. It. <laughs> yeah, but listening to this alongside Sleep Token was like, it didn't it didn't match one Night bit. Day. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, so that might have helped. But, Very um, cool. Yeah, I mean, like the the music itself, I don't think is as interesting as obviously they were back in the early days. Mm-hmm. But just yeah, the songwriting is good, and I, I didn't really jump into if any of these songs have kind of been kicked around for a long, long time. That's what you did on the Come Tomorrow album. It was like songs that they had been playing live for. 
20 years that they never actually recorded that they finally put finally decided to make money on yeah exactly because like they they had played them and then plenty of fans followed this band around and do the bootleg thing and we're always just like hey you should put that song on an album someday and then they they finally did so i don't know if that happened with this one looks like break free was track 10 that one goes back to 2006 so yeah i guess they did that wow interesting well, that's yeah. cool. I mean, I mean the like, same thing with like Bruce Springsteen I, did that on one on one of his later albums as well. Yeah, this, this always seemed like a band that just always has like this endless well of creativity that like they just exactly. always have content to put out. Whether or not they put it out, this is up to them, I guess. Right, and they probably is, don't ever have to work another day of their goddamn life. But like, it's just it's just cool no. for the fan base that they do. Yeah, they're still on RCA Records, oddly enough. Yeah. So cool 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 so uh yeah i listened to that album and that was it besides sleep token very cool so tell and i'm listening to matchbox 20 this week and so far i've i've been relatively impressed with it mm-hmm. rob thomas does not sound like the rob thomas we once knew but i'm i'm, I'm feeling pretty positive of, of a handful of these songs here so i'm hoping it stays true for the rest of the week are you looking forward to the upcoming year 2000 and is your computer y2k compliant it, I, there's an update I need to do. I'll be right back. So, uh, go ahead and talk about Taylor Swift, and I'm going to log off for a you, minute. You got you got your floppy disks to install the Y2K compliance? Barely. Barely. 90s. In the nick of time. All right. So, so continuing on with uh, my Taylor Swift journey, I'm going through – uh, the the chronological discography here. I am here now in 2014's 1989. Now this is a seminal album in this artist's career. So many pop artists of today and in recent memory have uh, cited this record as being like their their one inspiration to get into music or my one inspiration to like right. go into like this pop direction. Conan Gray. Music. Conan Gray is one of Olivia things. Rodrigo. They were you know bustling around their elementary schools being Correct. like have you guys heard new taylor swift yet and everybody was like go away fag and Correct. Then, and then he made a successful career out of it so jokes on them absolutely uh <laughs> so this so I, I would say like i'm right in the midst of like the the the, the pop superstar phase of uh, Taylor yes. Swift, we have finally reached the point now in her career where there is like absolutely no more country influences. I was waiting for like the slide guitar to come in like on one of the mm. lesser known songs, but this is just full on synth big pop songs. This is just, and we're pretty much familiar with like all of the big hits like Blank Space and Shake It Off and Bad Blood. And uh, you, you, might, you, might, you might be familiar with the song Style. That was a single as well. I've heard that on the radio. Um, but if you're looking at this from strictly a pop sensibility songwriting point of view, this is actually like, I think this is like one of those like well-tested, almost algorithmically perfect pop albums. Mm-hmm. Like there's, there's, it's... there's songs in here that are like, You've, a lot, a lot of, a lot of my favorite ones are like the lesser known ones. Like, uh, "I Wish You Would" was one of my favorite songs uh, on here. Um, mm. uh, how you get There's the a song? Go ahead. The 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 track "Out of the Woods." Mm-hmm. I think that was from Frozen Two, right? Um, <laughs> Maybe <laughs> was co-written by the lead singer of the band Bleachers. Oh, okay. That's remember, interesting. Remember that band? We've we've listened to that band as well as 
I think he was in the band Fun period. Bleacher, I barely know her. Right. Uh, I'm sorry. So there's that. And then like the other songwriters looks like they're guys that she's worked with. So like obviously well, well known and well acclaimed songwriters at this point. So it seems like at this phase of her career, that would be the perfect algorithmic sign. Right. Uh, yes. At least for out of the woods too. That's a, that's a good song with the, with the guy who I guess the co-writer of bleacher, no, no features. Yes. On this one, which no is, features at all. Yeah. Wow. Un- okay. Unlike uh, for red, which, you know, had like a, a really good, like Ed Sheeran song and had a really good song from like the guy from snow patrol. But uh, mm, yeah, th- those right. are some of the highlights of that track, but like standalone though, like this is a really good album. Despite the fact that like, this is the album I guess maybe outside of the first album, which I really didn't like at all, just because it wasn't for me. This is, but this is the album that has like the most songs that I don't like, even though I feel like oh. it's her strongest album. Um, and that all the songs makes... that I don't like are like the mega hits. Like I don't like Blank Space. I think that's a toxic song. Uh, mm. It's it's a catchy song, but I think it's like the message is very damaging. <laughs> <laughs> i don't I, I i don't know that song at all so i've that, got a blank space baby and i'll write your name the, the 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 message of the song is that like i've been with so many people and they all say that i'm crazy i'm definitely not crazy but would you like me to add your name to the list yeah because i'm not crazy does she, does she say boys only want love if it's torture yes okay that's the the single picture here and she's written that on the bottom. <laughs> yeah. So this is the era that I think like Taylor Swift has gone full, like leaning into this weird perception that people have of her and her music. Just this toxic, mm. this toxic femininity. Boys are the problem. I'm okay. I'm not crazy. It's just the mm. boys that are yes. the problem. But you know, that has like, it, it. I don't know if this is performance art or if this is just her like, choosing to lean into like the, the the media stuff about her um either way i don't like it <laughs> even though like I, I, or i don't like this like image of, of of her i think she's like plenty talented and i think that she can stand alone with like some like some of these tracks like how how you get the girl i wish you would like those are some of the best songs on this album and hmm. it, it shows that she's a great songwriter and and those could have been easily just been singles um hmm. but you know but then we have Bad Blood, which is like rumored to be her relationship with uh, Katy Perry and like how they're not friends oh. anymore. Oh, um, no. <laughs> but <laughs> the big song here, Shake It Off, I just think is just a fun song about dancing, which is like awesome. Like, hey, let's take a break from like these relationship songs and how boys are how boys are only the problem. And I'm I'm not I crazy. It was, You're crazy. It was all a, it's all a relationship song. Well, yeah, but like Shake It Off is like. There's there's like a little bit of relationship in there. It's just like it's just like, hey, everybody out there who might be saying shit about you, shake it off and just exactly. dance. Just dance. Just fucking Dancing's dance. The best. <laughs> Ignore your problems. Just dance like me, millionaire Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> just have no problems in the world like me, millionaire right. Taylor, Taylor Swift. <laughs> well, that's cool. I still don't see myself jumping into this too much. Yeah. I know she's got like a documentary on something that I was just like, Oh, I bet Mike will probably want to watch that after he finishes yeah. this journey. I'm not like super into Taylor Swift just yet. I, 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 I'm more like, I'm really impressed with like her ability to write such catchy music. Uh, mm. and, and especially at this point where it's now she's, she's completely left the country 
genre behind and it's just electro pop and like you know fun dance songs about like dancing mm-hmm. um but mm-hmm. uh I wouldn't say that like I'm super endeared to her music yet because it's just not for me. It's not written for me. It's not written for my sensibilities. But I like, but I, I there are songs that I enjoy and I, and from the pop music that I like, like kind of blends in with some of the pop music that I like. Um, but cool. you know, whatever. Uh, next up here is Reputation, and this is like the one I'm dreading the most because this oh, has no. that song "Look What You Made Me Do," which I think oh, is no. one of the worst songs I've ever heard in my life. Uh, Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> and from my understanding too, just kind of like reading some tidbits from the Wikipedia page on it, like it's like it really in it really really leans into like the tabloid part of her career. Oh, that one's stuff. that one's co-written by Jack Antonoff as well. Oh wow! <laughs> as got well a, as got a little three other game. people, <laughs> as well as the Fairbrass Brothers and somebody else oh right said fred interesting <laughs> right said fred <laughs> uh, apparently he co-wrote that song too well then you you know who that is right yeah the the, the sexy i'm too yeah. sexy for my shirt <laughs> so that's, well, interesting. that's an awful like, song too <laughs> looks like that's his only co-writing credit on this album but man that'll be interesting for 55 minutes yeah, uh, so I'm not super looking into this one. Like I, I, in like I said, I do think 1989 is a very well written pop album, very catchy. Um, despite the fact that like I think some of the messages are very toxic, um, and and harmful, especially mm. for young women. But um, so I, I'm not I'm I'm not looking forward to that again. If that's what Reputation is kind of really leaning into, um, if it's a tongue in cheek kind of thing where she's doing performance art of like, oh, this is what you think of me, then this is who I am, or whatever, mm. like kind of like Billie Eilish's last album. Um, but mm. uh, like, yeah, whatever. I, I I'm glad I don't know that song. I'll just take <laughs> it was the lead single for this album, apparently. Yeah, and it was the it, it really like set fire to the music world there's like mm. so many people that like absolutely love the song because they're swifties and then there's people with like ears that like think that this ear <laughs> think that this song is the worst thing ever hmm interesting okay and look ed sheeran shows up again so that's oh, good that's good <laughs> yeah i i really liked his like a uh, duet with her and uh, on red um okay but uh, it, it but i was thinking about 1989 and whether or not you would enjoy it and i think this that album in particular if you were to just jump into that no context i think that would drive you fucking crazy (laughs) (laughs) well it'd be interesting to hear this ed sheeran song and there's a rapper called future who's in that track as well yeah end game well i I hear i mean reputation the reputation of this album is that it's like she's really doing different things when here that, that that she hasn't done before so mm, okay. I mean, I'm interested from it from a production standpoint. Um, but again, I'm not super endeared to Taylor Swift and her music just yet. Uh, I'm hoping that's to come. Uh, we still have like another pop album before we get to her folk stuff in 2020. Um, mm, but uh, okay. yeah, I'm not hating anything. I mean, other than like a few songs here and there. And I, and I, I'm just, I'm just kind of dreading what I'm, what I'm reading about some of this stuff. That'll be interesting. She's working with Shellback and Max Martin again quite a bit. So should be some, some similar vibes, but also you got, you got right said Fred. I mean, that'll be interesting. <laughs> oh, you already, you already know that song. So we'll I see do. How, how it is in the grand scheme of the album. <laughs> to be fair, I don't think I've ever heard that song in its entirety. So maybe the, oh, the, the right said okay. Fred 
part of this song? Because is it sampling something from I'm Too Sexy? I don't know. I have no idea. All right. I've never heard the song, so I'm not sure. Okay, good. But it looks, don't listen to but the it song. looks like the other songwriters on here were also in Right Said Fred. And then there's Jack Antonoff, who was not in Right Said Fred. I don't know if you knew that or not. But <laughs> So that it probably does of. sample that song slightly. Maybe... So I guess you'll find out. I guess I'll, I find, guess out. find out. I'll, I'll report back <laughs> next week. But uh, yeah, I, I'm, 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 I'm right in the middle of her, you know, superstar phase of her career. So I don't know. I'm, I'm enjoying it for what it is. But like, I don't think you should be jumping into this at all. It'll, okay. it will drive you crazy. <laughs> all right, sounds good. Who are you listening to? Anybody else? Uh, this at past this week, I've just been listening to your recommendation and listening to "Between the Heart and the Synapse." By the receiving end of sirens, Uh, sirens, uh, and And you're you're right. You're right. I I really like this album, and I really regret not picking it up back in 2005. Man, isn't it crazy? Like, uh, yeah. And there's there's so many different elements, and then you remember like there are a bunch of 21 year old kids writing these very intricate songs around three part vocals and all that kind of stuff yeah and, so, and it really it yeah. came off to me especially because I, i'm more, i'm familiar with the deer hunter first this yes. does feel like an experimental indie album that's trapped in a screamo album yes yeah, so you can see where a lot the of conflict like, of the creative process was yeah quite there's, a bit there's a several of... songs in here that are like the the vocal cadences is like oh this would work well in like a circus survive type of song not this song um, right. So, yeah, there's a weird discrepancy in there, but uh, you, but you're right. Like this, this is right up my alley. I don't know if 2005 me would have liked this, say for like. I'm. I, I would be surprised, especially because it caught on so much with the with the teens and tweens of the day. So yeah. I figure it would be more more your thing at 19. But I was really into like the angst the angsty shit. This isn't okay. very like it wasn't angsty, angsty enough. Yeah. Okay. So gotcha. like I I would have liked songs like The Evidence and like Planning the Prison Break and like some of the other like like catchy, catchy songs, but I think mm-hmm. I don't think I would have like put this in my rotation over and over again like I did like from first to last. You know? Okay. Cause I think like the ending of this album is solid. <laughs> like, it, it really is. But that's 36-year-old me talking, you know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so that so it's just interesting again to see what happens. Are are you going to listen to the the Earth sings me fa me? <laughs> well, cuz that's an interesting yeah, album I think as well. I will, it's more because again, I'm not like there's nothing I'm listening to this this week, so I'll okay. just throw this on. Okay, cuz it's definitely a huge change. So, but it's still really good. Like, I still enjoy that album quite a bit. So, I, yeah. I'm interested to see what you would think about yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, but yeah, thank you for the recommendation. That that was a, that, that was definitely a solid one. And um, but but again, I don't know if 19 year old me would have thanked you for that recommendation. <laughs> That's interesting. And yeah, I, I, and like you say, you didn't know too much about anything. You didn't hear any songs. You just knew nope. that this album was more expensive than the others and that was that was pretty much it yeah and then i got like the full page ads from um from alternative press every now and then and and, and that mm. album art's very striking too like it's a very like it oh, pops yeah. it pops off the shelf when i saw those yeah. full page ads like oh this is this looks like it's you know high end so to speak right know? and the the name of the band the yeah. name of the album i mean everything about it screams 2005 emo. Yeah. just hey like, 19 year old emo boy listen to this <laughs> 
Between the heart and the synapse. (laughs) (laughs) Dear diary, my team angst has a body count. Did you know that the heart can go to, the blood can pump to the brain? And it's like what your heart wants manifests in the brain and the synapses connect, man. That's right, bro. The heart (laughs) and the brain are connected. Let's go to the show. Did you bring your $26 for the album, bro? Because I heard they don't take credit. <laughs> no, my mom didn't give me allowance because she's a bitch, bro. I know, bro. Man, women be shopping. <laughs> <laughs> she's just buying shit like fucking groceries, bro. Dude, I saw this shirt that says you're just a bitch, and I'm going to buy that shirt the next time I get my allowance and show it to my mom and be like, your money bought this, bitch. Oh, dude, hold on. My name's Bo Boken. I'm going to write this down. <laughs> Just a bitch. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> By anyway. the way, congratulations to us uh, Bless the Fall fans. We still believed. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're I'm back, glad. baby. I'm, I'm very interested to see where this goes. Do you think we're getting any album this year? I can't say I'm super excited, but you guys seem to be hyped on the new track. So that's the, so- the song fucks, dude. The song okay. fucks. If we're gonna go back to the hollow body days, I have no problem with that. Me um, neither. The album still have, holds up. I still feel like this band is just gonna make the same album once again, just the B tiered version of Hollow Bodies. I hope just not, like they've been I, making. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were trying different things post Hollow Bodies. Like, you know, I think the album after Hollow Bodies bit. was like the B sides of Hollow Bodies. Um, yeah, but I, yeah, I, I, I like where they took their career prior to their break. But like, if they just want to come back and just be a legacy band, and and if those if that music is great, then that's fucking awesome. But it's, it's just when the it's just when these legacy bands make the same music and it's boring that it's the problem right that is the problem so hopefully man was 2018 was that when the last one came out i believe so so hopefully it was a good long break for them to reestablish themselves and we'll hope for the best yeah i mean if even if we just get this one song it's a fucking great song but like i would i would hope for another album from them i think it's time and and if this wants to be if they want to like go out with a bang with this one album then hey that's good good on them too it could happen. Yeah. It could happen. Cool, cool. So that's All everything right. for this week. I that think, is everything. I think, I think we're done. We are done. That means we are done with May also, which means next episode, baby. Ooh, greatest song in the world. Greatest. And we have been getting some great participation over the last couple episodes or the last couple of renditions of Greatest Song in the World. So we would love some more. Uh, so starting today, you can either go over to our Discord page. If you're not already a member, the link is in the description of this episode. Uh, you can come and join and you can either participate or lurk or whatever. But we have a great time there in between episodes. Uh, sorry, I've just been last couple of weeks. I haven't been very active on there because for one, I had COVID. <laughs> Uh, and one, I was in <laughs> Dallas for wife, a long time. Yeah, and then my wife, wife caught, caught it COVID. afterwards. So, yes. uh, so I haven't been very active on there. But like now that we're all healthy over here and tested negative, I should be back and, and, and making <laughs> stupid jokes with all y'all as well. Um, but uh, yeah, if you if you want to participate, you can. If you want to lurk, that's that's cool too. Uh, you can also email us over at the skinny with Mike and Adam at gmail.com if you'd like to submit your greatest song in the world and uh, and you know a reason why that that would also help as well. Uh, and let's have a good time with this. So I've got a great pick 
in my mind, Adam, I know you got a you got a running list, so no shortage of songs to choose from. <laughs> I'll let you know as soon as we hang up what what my pick is for this week. Perfect for this perfect. month. Absolutely, yeah. So I, I'm 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 leaning between like two. Uh, so I'll let you know what those are as well. But uh, yeah, so that'll do it for this week. Thank you for another. I think thank you for the for joining us in our uh, initial episode of the Sleepy with Mike and Adam. It's been a great one. I <laughs> uh, hope you enjoyed uh, our 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 takes and rendition on Sleep Tokens uh, Eden. Take me back to Eden. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it as well, and we'd love to hear your thoughts over in our Discord page. Come chat with us and let's listen to the album a little bit more. It's a slow week, so I'm gonna listen to it again. So might that, as well. That's my that's I, my I, week. Yeah, I finished up that Matchbox Twenty album pretty fast. It's only yeah. forty two minutes as well. <laughs> so what else can I listen to? Sounds Not Taylor good. Swift. <laughs> no, that's me. That's me, unfortunately, with reputation. But uh, I, I, I'm not hating it, you know. Which is which, which is the only thing I wanted. I, I want to fall in love with one of these albums, but I'm hoping that comes with the the, the folk age, the folk era. Mm. Uh, but well, we'll see. Not there yet. But uh, for my co-host Adam, I am your co-host Mike, and like we say every time, we have sleep paralysis, and we just are just consumed. <laughs> By this fucking apparition that won't let us God. go. We got us in a chokehold, bro. Let me go, sleepy you'd make sleepy tin. I want to live. Actually, it's just it doesn't choke me, Daddy. I mean, uh. <laughs> <laughs> My sciatica. My sciatica. <laughs> it's in pain. <laughs> too far, too far. 